Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? This is your boy, Anderson DeSilva, a.k.a. Go Friday. And thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Living It. And yo, over the weekend, I was hanging out with my homie Trey Nine over in Houston, Texas. Yo, beautiful city. I had a great time. Saw so many ministries and met so many incredible people. But yo, when I was, I was interviewing him early in the morning, we did a show the night before. So I was tired, yo. So I might sound like I'm not enthusiastic. A little disclaimer, I was just tired. So without further ado, here is the interview. Whoa. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is your boy, Anderson De Silva, a.k.a. Good Friday. It's another episode of Hashtag Living It. And let me tell you guys, I'm here in Houston, Texas, and it's absolutely amazing. It's my first time here. This is a beautiful city. Uh, Texas is awesome. The people are great. And I got to do a lot of stuff. I've been busy since I've been here. I haven't been able to relax one time, which is fine because everything that I am doing, it's been such a blessing. It's been so awesome. And um, my host, Trey Nine, is here. What's up, everybody? And he's been an amazing host. And um, all the people that I've been meeting that knows him have nothing but great things to say about him. So I know we're hanging out with the right people and uh, just learning the great stuff. So... Uh, one of the things they do here is called Hip Hop Hope. So, uh, Trey, now, why don't you tell us a little bit what, what Hip Hop Hope is? Uh, Hip Hop Hope is a um, kind of a shift in the way we view church. Uh, so we take speakers, a DJ, you know, the big sound system, I guess you'd say, and the DJ and the MC, uh, a host, rappers, uh, free food, games, prizes, to where the people are in their neighborhood, in their community. And we set up twice a month in the same spot so the people continue to see us coming back. And we just basically throw a, a one-hour um, service, so to speak, production, so to speak, um, where we just turn up for Christ. Games, play some games, uh, do music, um, rappers rap, testimonies, and then, of course, the gospel message at the end. And then, and then the last uh, 30 minutes after that hour is done, we feed everybody. And so we draw people from the community through music and through, you know, the block party, so to speak, and give them the gospel. And when they come to Christ, uh, we begin the follow-up process. So Hip Hop Hope is an, an outreach slash uh, church gathering. Some of the youth call it their church. Um, it's all the church they get. And... Um, like I said, we just stay consistent in the street. That's awesome, man. And uh, you know, how long have you guys been doing that for? Since 2010, the first hip, I'm sorry, since 2008, the first Hip Hop Hope started in Fifth Ward um, in 2008. And how many cities have you guys uh, done this? So I would say we've done it in, in, in including other countries like uh, Canada and Jamaica. Um, it's probably we have about 15 different hip-hop hopes going on wow man that's that's, that's i didn't even know that yeah. like i knew like you guys did in s several cities but i didn't know yeah. it was that many yeah. so that's awesome and when you guys um no, when you guys leave those cities like um is there contacts you guys have that you um keep in contact with to help them continue that after you guys leave yeah, so the difference between a Hip Hop Hope Family Fun Day, which is a big kind of one-time uh, uh, event where you set up the inflatables, you might have face painting and all this, these other things, 
Um, the Hip Hop Hope is a lot more scaled down, simple setup. Um, it's not as complicated. You don't have to set up all these inflatables. And so, and it's more frequent. So when we go do a Hip Hop Hope Family Fun Day in a city, um, sometimes that's just partnerships with churches who say, hey, we want to do a one-time outreach. But Hip Hop Hope, uh, on a regular basis, when we go to a city for that, we're usually launching somebody who has already bought into the process and said, hey, I want to consistently do Hip Hop Hope in my city. Can y'all come kick us off? And so, yeah, there's always a partner or an individual that we've trained who is going to follow up with uh, that Hip Hop Hope and the disciples that are made. That's great, man. And um, when I know like when people ask questions like this, it's not the biggest like it's not the most important thing, uh, but what would you say the success rate has been uh, after you have left? Well, you know, I mean, Houston, where we live, of course, the dynamic is a lot different. We have quite a um, we have quite a, a, a Christian hip hop scene um, that's always moving. So we can regularly get a new artist, you know, every other week in uh, 10 different neighborhoods in the same, you know, in the same two weeks. So we have enough to alternate. A lot of cities we go to, especially like, you know, Canada, uh, even Chudley, Jamaica, they don't have as many MCs as we have. So it's very hard for them to maintain every other week uh, a different artist. Um, and so the, um, for instance, Lake Dallas, you know, uh, shout out to Brian Jones up there doing Hip Hop Hope. And um, they started doing it in a trailer park. And so it was kind of a new startup, but he was hoping to get traction from some uh, supporters like churches in the area and, and just kind of jump started. He couldn't get it, so he couldn't continue to just maintain it without some volunteer support or monetary support. And so if anything fails, it's usually because people aren't willing to get out and join the person on the mission. Um, however, I know that, you know, most of them will, will just scale back when that happens. So they may do once a month um, or once a quarter. Uh, I know in, in Canada, they, they just recently stopped because it, it's been very hard to get the apartments to let them come in and, and stay frequent. And then, you know, the guy had a, you know, his, uh, his wife's pregnant and, yeah. and just things come yeah. up, you know. Yeah, yeah, life. Yeah, you know? exactly. But here we have many people who can do it across the board. I don't have to be at every one of them. Right, right, yeah. So the training is, is, is a higher level, you know? Yeah, which is great, man. I, I, you know, I was in the Lord training yesterday, and man, I learned so much. And like I said to you before, like it's just like I love how they broke it down and uh, just make it easier Simple, yeah. to, to speak with a stranger. Uh, because you're, because sometimes, you know, when you're speaking to somebody about Christ, you don't know how they're going to respond. You can get nervous, but when you have something laid out yeah. in front of you yeah. and like, and you know, like, a, a, not, I don't want to say a script cause we're not like title marketers, but like, just like a blueprint, sure. I would say, I'd rather, yeah, yeah. Of like how to speak to them and, um, you know, and the responses that you can give, you know, so you're not. You know, fumbling over fumble, exactly. So I really like that. Um, you know, um, and 
you know, for me, it would be hard to go in the neighborhood, especially up in New England to do it. But uh, if I can, you know, have talked to a couple of people up there and see if some people can come with me and help them and then just let can let them continue to start it where I am. That would be um, that would be amazing, um, you know, and just help people find out because there might be somebody up in New England. That's their ministry. They just don't know how to start it. And hopefully this can help them start it. So I really love that. Um, and uh, I haven't really done anything with DTS. So um, disciple the streets. Right. So. Um, so why don't you explain a little bit more about that and what that is? Well, you actually have. You went with James, who's a DTS member, to the Juvenile Correctional Facility. Yep. Fernando gave you a ride to Lord Training. He's a DTS member. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, and, and so basically, DTS, Disciple of the Streets, is a brotherhood of men that have come, in, come together uh, with the common mission to take uh, the light into dark places. And in that process, we keep each other growing Mm -hmm. and keep each other going. Right. And so, you know, I think the church as a whole began as somewhat of a brotherhood and sisterhood, a family. Right, right. That was going to die together. Exactly. And unfortunately today, consumerism drives our our local churches. And so kind of had to say, how can I get men to be clicked up again? How can I get them to be as tight as a gang unit is, you know, yeah. be, be willing to die for the cause. And so the, the concept of DTS was just like, Hey, let's squad up, let's gang up and, and, and let's be our brother's keeper. All right. And so we said, well, there's gotta be some type of filter. And so we came up with, uh, the, the DTS training, which is 11 weeks takes about two hours each week um, one day a week and if they make it through the training then they're most likely committed to going to the streets and sharing the gospel and making disciples if they don't make it through they probably weren't serious and they just want to sit on a pew somewhere which we don't want people that are just going to be disobedient to the great commission becoming a part of dts we want soldiers and so We started with eight of us yep. with the first training that multiplied to like 26 and that multiplied to like 40 something. And, you know, now we're around 80 something. Wow, men. that's awesome. We sign a covenant yep. that says, hey, I'm all in for you. If it's if it's resources, if it's benevolence, if it's uh, squad up and go hit a certain area, whatever it is. We've made that commitment that we're gonna be our brother's keeper, and we've signed on the on the dotted line on the paper to yeah. you know, to back that. And uh, that's dope, man. LDTS spun off of that. Ladies Disciple of the Street. Oh, they wow. started one for the women as well. So shout out to them. Wow, that's fire, man. That's absolutely dope. And I like how you said that, like like a gang, because like gang is like family, yep. you know. But when you have like I know this, you know, when you say gang, it's like. Is negative, a negative yeah. thing, but when you're using like the family camaraderie about yep. it, and he's saying that's how it's like, man, that's ap- that's absolutely awesome, and we need more of that, and there isn't a there isn't a lot of that, and so um, the early the, church, the early church disciples were called a cult, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, right. So they were a, a, a gang, uh, so to speak, squatted up, you know, and labeled a cult. Yeah. And so. You know that's that's what they eventually label everything that doesn't right. fit into the mold of society. Exactly, exactly. So, I love that man. So, um, 
Let me go back a little bit. So um, you're Trey Nine. You you started as an artist back in '96. Uh, I remember the farmer. Um, that's how I heard about you. Okay. And uh, and you've been rapping for a long time. And um, so you're one of the artists that I've known since then that are you're still rapping. Mm -hmm. And um, you basically. It's because back then there's a lot of artists that were rapping then that I don't see rapping now. Sure, yeah. Uh, the variety of reasons. Sure. So, uh, and I know uh, when now you're rapping, you it's kind of opened up a lot of different doors for you, yeah. uh, which is an amazing thing. Which a lot of you know what I think a lot of rappers don't realize is that like what we talked about, rapping is a tool, yeah. but it can also help open up a lot of doors for different type of ministries. Yeah. So. Uh, what advice would you give to artists that are starting out and who not really having like a mentor or or thinking like that's the only way or they think they don't they don't know any other way of ministering and just doing rap? What would you say to, to those people? I just think artists need to go into it when, when you get saved and you say, I'm going to rap for God um, or you've been saved and you decide you're going to rap for God. You can easily get caught up in the industry uh, and and what started out as something for God becomes more about you um, because industry, uh, you know, meaning marketing, promotion, the business side of things, making money, um, your image and the photo shoots you take and the way the album cover looks, all that's industry stuff. And it can easily consume you if you don't have some grounding in, um, in discipleship. And so you got industry and you got ministry, you want ministry to outweigh industry and allow God to take care of that industry stuff. You know, even if you dibble and dabble in it, you don't want to get lost in it. And next thing you know, you're depressed. Next thing you know, you're feeling lonely. Next thing you know, you're jealous, you're envious of other artists and things like that. So my advice, you know, to artists is to have someone in your life that's spiritually mature, who can always check you, who can always, um, you know, bring you into some level of accountability to say, hey, what's going on in your life? What's going on in your heart? Yep. Why do you feel this way? And they're always going to pull you back spiritually, no matter how far you get in the industry of music. Right. Because it is a monster. It will it will consume you trying to keep up with, you know, the top rappers in the game or to get yeah. as many shows. So that'd be my advice is have a strong mentor, spiritual leader, um, preferably someone who's already been there, done that. Right. You know, uh, I mentor several rappers because I've been there, done that. And, 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 and my focus is ministry over industry. So while they're doing some industry work, I can kind of keep them grounded and rooted and yeah. balanced well. Cause that's the key is balance. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's definitely important. Cause you can definitely get caught up real easily in it. And, um, so where where would you think uh well where's the the ultimate goal i would rather what's the ultimate goal that you want to see when it comes to dts uh what yeah. you're doing um the with the hanger which i want you to talk about more in a, in a second and um in hip-hop hope uh, yeah what's the ultimate goal with all of that well jesus said he's coming back for a church without spot or wrinkle and so i know it's it's my mission to prepare a church for the return of Christ. And, uh, you know, we long for that day where he comes back. Um, and so in the meantime, we're preparing the church. And I think um, we have a vision for No Place Left. You can look that up, noplaceleft.com. 
Um, and no place left simply means that <clears throat> whatever city we're in, uh, no place left Houston, no place left Dallas, no place left Waco, no place left Compton, all these areas we've began to initiate the no place left vision. Um, when you look at Apostle Paul in the Bible, he in, in the book of Acts, he comes to a point where he says, you know, there's no more place for me to go. I've established um, the gospel in all these regions in Asia. And I think that's pretty powerful that we could come to a point where we could say, hey, we've penetrated every dark corner of of, of the world. And I'm talking right here in Houston, you know, whether it's in Boston or wherever it is, um, we've penetrated every dark place. We've laid the foundation of the gospel, planted his church, shared his word, and there's no place left. You know, everybody's yeah. heard. That's our mission. So all the the ministries we launch um, is an assault on the enemy's kingdom to get yeah. to a point of no place left, the no yep. place left vision. Awesome, man. That's that's definitely an amazing goal uh, to have because a lot of people will have a ministry and I've asked them what the ultimate goal is and they don't know. They don't know. <laughs> and it's like, well, you know. No, we, so We knock on doors. We do whatever right. we got to do to get the gospel out. Yeah, Which is amazing. Which is amazing, man. So, so last night, guys, I got to perform at the place called The Hangar. And The Hangar is like nothing I've ever seen before. It's an, I've seen a lot of youth, youth um, centers, Christian youth centers, and this is just an amazing spot. Um, and I had an amazing time last night just performing. The other artists killed it, or amazing. I got to meet some great people, and the atmosphere was awesome. The atmosphere was great, and it was just a good time. So, so why don't you why don't you talk about how the hangar the hangar started and what's the vision on that? About four years ago, I knew that this small town of Brookshire, about 5,500 people live there. It's about 80% Hispanic um, and very racially divided according to areas. And I've been working there for about eight years, started in the schools, reaching out to students who uh, were experiencing, they had two suicides back to back and they asked us to do some assemblies. That led to us doing after school mentoring. And so this town of Brookshire, summer uh school came summer came we started doing hip-hop hope and we were like we're gonna plant roots here so for eight years we've been just cultivating the soil pointing young people to jesus through hip-hop and uh like i said three and a half four years ago I, I said you know this town really needs a youth center they have nothing for the youth they don't have bowling alleys malls movie theaters you know they don't even have you know great restaurants and i said you know what can i do you know considering i'm just Excuse me. Bless you. <laughs> I said to myself, what can I do considering I don't have the resources to build a building? I don't even want a building. Yeah. And I preached a sermon in this small town of Humble, Texas. And this guy came up to me that was supporting us. And he said, what is there, is there anything you'd like to do that's probably too big for you? And I said, yeah, a, a, a unity, a community center uh, for the youth in Brookshire. And he said, if you do that, I'll match it a dollar for dollar. Wow, that's amazing. And that amazing. set me on the course. I did a fundraising event, raised some money. And four years later, uh, this guy owns this property, this, this center that was pretty much abandoned, broke down. And he said, if you want to use it, um, I'll lease it to you for a dollar a year. Wow. And so, you know, I gathered up my pennies. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, we're all in. We took the money we raised, started remodeling, fixing it up. Yeah. 
And so what it is, is it looks like an aircraft hangar, like an yeah. airplane hangar. Yeah. And so that's why we call it the hangar, but we also have a motto where life takes flight. Yeah. And it's a place, we call it a unity center because we want to unite all races, all ages, you know, all demographics, um, all various parts of the city uh, to come together to see Christ in a way that's very non-traditional. Yeah. So you got games, you got you know hip hop music but we also have a, a organic church on sunday yeah. we have te- we have a teen hang time during the week we have uh teen pregnancy classes um we're going to start some uh aa well celebrate recovery type classes for yeah. those recovering from drugs soccer programs um uh basketball yeah. uh, three on three we've had tournaments we've had field days and we're going to have campouts lock ins all these different things in order to just create an excitement around Jesus, yeah, so that people would come to know Him. We want to make Him famous, you know. Yeah, that's that's dope, man. Uh, like I said, I had an amazing time. The place looks amazing. So for all of you who don't follow me, who don't subscribe to my YouTube channel, go to my YouTube channel, Good Friday Videos, and I'm gonna be posting a vlog, a video vlog in a few days. I'm gonna have some shots of that place. The place looks amazing, and I uh, and I've talked to a, a few people from that place too, and how it's helping them and what they're doing there. So it's in a, it's in a great place. But for anybody who listens to this podcast, if you are from Texas and you live in this area, in Houston, Brookshire area, definitely uh, look these people up and definitely uh, check out what they're doing because they're just doing some great, great things. So, um, so before we leave, um, let me just say um, that I've had an amazing time. I've definitely been blessed. Uh, definitely want to take this energy back to New England and see what we can do to em- to kind of, I guess I would say, emulate what they're doing down here. It's a little harder in, in New England. Uh, people have uh, people are a little tougher, a little thicker skin over <laughs> there. So uh, than here in Texas. So the Bible yeah, exactly. So like uh, 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 you know. Big churches up there are dwarfed by the churches over here. You know what I mean? So it's great, man. But I have, uh, man, I've been having a great time. And uh, the weather here is beautiful. Uh, you know, even with the humidity, I can handle it. It's fine. But, man, it's. Uh, I just want to thank you for having me, for hosting me. And I, I can't wait to come back and, and, and do help, help more and just be an assistant and just be just a tool to help what you guys are doing here so I can learn and do more in uh, my city. And um, so, Trey, do you got any new music that's going to be coming out or do you have anything that you just released? Yeah. I know one song, Bad Woman. Yeah. I seen that video. It's yeah. pretty dope. <laughs> I love the song. Yeah. Uh, but you got anything that, that's going to be coming out? Yeah. Um, if you go to Hip Hop Hope Missions channel on YouTube, um, I have Fish on the Line video there and Bad Woman. And I got a song with my daughter that we just finished the video to. We'll be dropping probably within the next 30 days. Um, the album is called War Cry. Uh, it's going to drop um, probably within the next 90 days. Okay. And then I have an EP with my daughter called First Step because she's I'm her first step father. She's my first step daughter, and this oh, is wow. her first her first step into music. Ah, oh, that's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so we're gonna drop that um, probably closer to uh, September, October. Yeah. And so it'll be a four song EP with her. Um, you know, follow me on Instagram, Trey Nine Online, T R E the number nine online, and uh, 
you'll get all the latest on what's going on. Pull Up On Your Block is another song that's on YouTube. Oh, I've heard that one. That one's yeah. a good song, guys. Definitely check. That's a good song. I got a remix um, to that song that's coming out, too. It's a surprise. Guess who's on it? You'll have to guess who. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go to my Instagram. Uh, and uh, Facebook is Trey, last name, to the nine, T-O-T-H-E-N-I-N-E. You know, I always, I always stay current on my social media. Yeah. So, you're on, uh, you're on Twitter. And... I'm on Twitter too, Trey9 online. All right. Yeah. And do you, have a, um, do you have another YouTube channel or is it just hip-hop No, just, just the hip-hop hope missions. I try okay. my best to draw everybody to the ministry of what yeah. I do. And so that's where all the ministry videos are posted oh, okay. along with my music videos. Nice. All right, you man. put in Trey Nine playlist on uh on YouTube, it'll come up all the music videos. Ah, okay, cool, man. That that's dope. So um, so what um, I'll give you um, I'm a, I'm gonna do a Chris Chicago and uh, give you the last words and yeah, uh, just say what's on your mind. Yeah. Well, I think you know, no matter what city you live in, oftentimes people hit me from other cities and and they love what we're doing and they're really impressed by it and they, 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 they're like, man, I wish I had something like that in my city. Well, the only way that it's gonna happen is if you get active and do it. I mean, I, I, I did this because I wanted this in our city I, and there was nobody using hip hop to reach the streets outside of your normal church outreach in the parking lot. And because I knew that greater is he that lives in me, uh, than he that's in the world, I knew that we could overcome evil with good. I just had to put together that first Hip Hop Hope outreach. And that led to the formation, of course, of Eyes on Me as a nonprofit. And I would have never thought this one missionary grew up in the inner city, no college degree. You know, I never thought God, you know, could have used me to now have 10 employees and be spread off spread into all these 15 different hip hop hopes and multiple cities. I never would have known that could have happened with me, but just like when they hit me and say, man, I wish we had something. I said the same thing. Only difference was, was I, was I acted on my faith and I went and started the first one and that just expanded. So if you're in another city and, and it's just dead, you know, spiritually, and there's no hip hop, uh, you know, being used to reach the streets, I would just encourage you take that first step, man. Go buy you some speakers, get you a DJ, set up every two weeks, you know, ask a church to provide food and, you know, do what you do. Do a one hour or 45 minute, you know, uh, production with hip hop and then feed everybody at the end and watch that just multiply over time. And um, so, yeah, get proactive, do something about what you see lacking in your city. And God, God will will take the rest and elevate it. That's dope, man. So you heard it here, man. You, if you want to get something done, you got to get up and do it. <laughs> yeah, you right. got to get it and do it. That's the whole, that's the whole thing behind hashtag living it. You got to live it. You got to live your dreams. You got to live uh, what you hope to do and change and get changed. So and and I should add, we will provide support for people when they call us and ask for our help at, at no charge. We we generally fly to other cities and. You know, we'll pour into them to try and help them launch. We did it in Boston. Yeah. Um, and and if if you want more information on the on the ministry, eyes on me inc eyes on me inc dot com is where you can find us. And you know, we'd be glad to come and share what we've learned with your city. You know, free of charge. All right, dope man. So, uh, thanks for sitting with me, man. Thanks for uh, getting being the guest. You're my first guest. Praise God <laughs> on, the, on my podcast. So this is awesome, man. So, uh, yeah. So uh, thank you all for listening. 
And uh, tune in next time on Hashtag Living It. Talk to y'all soon. God bless.